Welcome to the PDKU podcast. We're back. What up, what up, Nathan Future? You got Dylan J, Big T Miser, Brian. Please don't B. kill us. Please do not kill us. It's uh February. You want to know my government name, my social security <laughs> number, anything else. I just said your first name because we'll be calling you that. Rarely do we call you Vic. That's usually not something we'll say to you. No. It's usually an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> It's February. It's been a hot minute since we did another one. And my God, it's like every day. Black it's like hard to remember what the big story yeah, was yesterday. It is Black History Month. How come we didn't come in with some kind of Black History Month themed something? We are racist. Sorry. We're racist. Our, our white privilege made us forget that it was Black History Month. So we didn't. You're a dreadful human being, but the what? Point of that is true. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I just uh, if you look up buzzwords, red flag, and way to start to piss off a whole bunch of people who hey, we were preoccupied with all the things on our list that we were getting to. You covered us real quick. Right. We were 30 seconds in when we gave a shout out to Black History. Right. We so love we, you. We yeah. love, you know it, it's hey, bullshit that it's the shortest month of the year. I think that we need to get that's, deli- that's a month. deliberate slight. You know, that's like the term African American. Like just, you know, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, let me give you a sub category of american to make you feel somehow more included as an individual in our country whatever don't get me started on that are we all americans allegedly allegedly well at least the ones that are here legally the ones who are illegal they ain't really they'll be americans before too long oh yeah if the democrats have anything to do about it well they're all here and and we're all here so wouldn't that be our time mr hand (laughs) certainly there's not just absolutely that's top judge my hat Oh, I was gonna say I didn't get the Man, reference. Went I over my, I've never seen them. I've seen it once, but not enough to know it. It was like a cult classic for you, though. Y'all oh were... yeah, it's old as fucking dirt, right? But no, no, yeah. So it definitely got some stuff to talk about illegal immigration. That's always a hot topic, and it just keeps getting mm-hmm. worse. Maybe even putting us at the precipice of a civil war. Um, also, there's been some shit that come out about January 6th and the pipe bomb specifically. That's pretty interesting. Uh, Darren Beatty from Revolver. He broke another story about. He was the one that broke the story about the feds. Uh, being involved in that there were reports that there were a lot of federal agents that were involved and it's never been really confirmed but when any of the people from authority go to congress or the senate to answer questions they usually just say well because it's a pending investigation i can't answer that question so you know they don't really ever give it lip service but there's been rumors that there were several hundred uh officers that were part of january 6th and kind of according to what darren Beatty said uh, outside of the pipe bomb stuff, the next stuff to come might be who was kind of orchestrating this and who was behind it, um, kind of pulling some of the levers. And we'll kind of coordinate one of the cool, uh, not coolest, but the most interesting parts about the whole pipe bomb thing that he kind of uncovered uh, is the timing of it, which is pretty interesting. Uh, also, Mark Zuckerberg got fucking, I don't know, man, it kind of, we'll talk about it, but he had an interesting thing that happened when he testified in front of Congress. It was a Facebook ex Snapchat. Little boy has haircut. He kind of let it grow it. out a little bit, yeah. though. It grew out. Like, it ain't real short now, so he looks a little bit like a man, so it's a little different. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, head of Facebook, X, Snapchat, Discord, TikTok. Yeah, be Ken Dallas in general. So <laughs> they look almost like they Or Kathy be. Griffin. You ever, oh, yeah. <laughs> any Kathy Griffin that you can enter? Or no, no, no. What's her name? Uh, the chick that used to do John uh, St. Pierre. What is that chick's name? Uh, fucking the, the chick that's the press secretary. Uh, St. Pierre, whatever, Jean Pierre. Kareen Jean Pierre. I know you but The girl did that her? did it before her. Uh, oh. The redheaded chick. Oh, um, she was hated by the left. But well, she also looked a lot like Mark Zuckerberg. Or wait, not the left. 
the right hand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, there was a decision in the Trump. Well, actually, the decision was already made before they even walked into the courtroom as to whether or not Donald Trump was guilty or not because of the way that the oh. uh, the uh, the bias court system is now operating and how they're uh, obfuscating the 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 I guess the, really the rule of law and how we usually do things with having a trial and actually present evidence and. But so there was a ruling in the Trump E. Jean Carroll. We'll talk about that. Jen Psaki is who you were looking for. Jen Psaki, that's correct. Uh, Carrie Lake was uh, released some footage that was interesting about an attempted bribe. So that was pretty uh, interesting. We'll talk about that. And then uh, if we get a chance to talk about it too, we can maybe talk about that O'Keefe uh, Media Group uh, Sting video they did. <laughs> where James How people are still falling for like hey, he's two face, for two. His past two videos were him, James O'Keefe. Like, how can you not? His face should be plastered all over the White House for the Biden right. administration. Do not talk to anybody that looks even remotely like this guy. He, he did dye his hair and he did change his personality a little bit in this when he was a little uh a little more flamboyant, if you will, uh in that exchange. But man, I mean the, the loose lips of these people. Um, it just shows how comfortable they are. Cause like you said, in a lot of instances, they'll even reference the fact that there is a project Veritas or now no keep media group, you know, his group that does it. Uh, since, in these sting operations, oh, yeah, in the very like, videos, we are supposed to be careful about who we or talk to. They'll be to like, are you a reporter? You're asking me a whole lot of questions about my job. It's like uh, you can't entrap me if you tell me you're a reporter. Before, or if you lie to me about not being a reporter, you can't then. Right, right, right. It's something like that. If I ask you, it's like a cop. Yeah, yeah if I ask you, you're a cop, but you know that's bullshit. The cop can look at you and say, "No, I'm not oh yeah, they can lie to you like right, a motherfucker. They, they can say whatever they want, and it's still missing in court. It really is. They ain't gotta tell you shit. And to go back real quick, just yeah. uh, it, it, it reminds me of how what you just said, how people were thinking. It, it, it's when, when you were younger, say you were in your 20s, um, or late teens to early 20s, you had your certain friends that were around you all the time. Louder. Okay. Yeah. There we go. You have your friends that are around you all the time, and so those are the ones that know what your day is going to evolve. They don't even have to ask. You know what I'm saying? They'll text you throughout the day or whatever. But then there's other people who are still cool with you, but all of a sudden they're like, hey, man, this comes up. And back then we didn't have text like we do now. Right. But imagine if we did. Immediately you'd be like, we already know what's going on. We left this motherfucker out. Now he's trying to come up with this. Which one sounds better? <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. And now that's all this is happening. That's all, that's all is happening is they're throwing up two choices. You know what I'm saying? It's always a dog and pony show. It's always a fucking, oh, look over here. Hey, look at me. I'm the manager guy. Oh, but don't watch out for the pen. I'm going to rake the guy's eyes. You know, it's, it's the same thing. Because these people here aren't. I'm sorry. Some of the videos you sent me, the one he's like, this man says this with a straight face. You know what I'm uh, talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, the Bitcoin guy. Oh, my God. Oh, that it's the extinction of humanity. If yeah. Bitcoin succeeds, yeah. If it succeeds, it's ex- 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 extinction of humanity. Are you fucking serious? I mean. A bit drastic. But, yeah, they, they, ha- they follow this code where they keep perpetuating whatever the last thing is that they were trying to lie about. And it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And so even knowing that this guy is out here, the O'Keefe Media Group or Veritas, whatever. I don't he's, know what the proper O'Keefe, term is now. O'Keefe Media Group is his group. Veritas still exists. But, but he, it's not what it is. What he got ousted from there. Yeah, he got uh, some people came in and overtook his company, basically. But yeah, so the fact that they <laughs> can know that he's out that there. Familiar. Right. <laughs> right. Um, while... 
still talking about what they like. They're so blatant and just because they're blind, brazen, they don't care. They, yeah, blind they line. so comfortable in your ecosystem. You know, like you, if you're amongst uh, five or six people in the room that you've known for years. You know what you're going to be able to say and not say usually, right? You know. Now, if you throw in one or two people you've never met before, that conversation immediately is going to be different. It's just like the barber room talk or barbershop talk, the locker room talk, and the you know girls talk at the club. It's the it's this I you know that comfort level, and they're they're within their own kind of ecosystem, so they feel like everybody they interact with is just going to be of that mindset, so they're good with you know telling you everything. Well, in that ecosystem, to tie into the stuff that happened with Facebook and X and everything, you know, go back to the Twitter files when we were living in an ecosystem where there was no pushback against anything that they wanted to say was truth. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's, and you know, in Elon taking over X really kind of changed it. And it's just one, but it's, it's a significant one and it's not the biggest one, but with what it does and kind of how you're able to push information on it specifically compared to the other other uh, social medias, it's definitely one of the most effective. And having it out there as a counterbalance to the rest of them, like I saw something Laura Loomer posted. Uh, I can't remember exactly what the content is now off top, but it was, I don't know, something. Oh, it was the, the Joe Biden picture I was telling you about where it showed what looked to be like either a colostomy bag or a piece of a diaper hanging out the side of his suit. Like he had his arms kind of up. So his, his coat was elevated from his suit and there was some looked like, you know, some kind of toiletry or something. Didn't look like toilet paper. Cause it was like the padding, like blue padding is, a, I don't know. And so she asked, she was like, Hey, community guidelines, puppy pad. like, Hey, community guidelines. What y'all think about this? You know, to see what are they going to say? Cause you know, uh, X's community guidelines are pretty good at coming in and giving a very specific answer to what they're disputing or what is not true about what what's up there. And, and at that point, nothing you, had happened yet, so I don't I don't know. They probably aren't even going to respond to her. Well, I mean, if she's posting something that's not true, they will correct it, even if it's a picture. They'll be like, "Hey, this picture depicts this, and this is actually this is this. AI generated, right, exactly, hundred percent." Hundred yeah. percent, which is you know a big part of that Taylor Swift thing. Maybe we'll talk about that. We got time. All right. I'll t- yeah. Go ahead. So all right. So I think I mean just for you know what it is and you know how it kind of leads into other things with the country. So the January sixth thing, uh, Darren Beatty was on Jones the other day, and I'm sure he's probably done everybody's now. Um, but he did. Um, he he was the one that broke the story, as I said about the all the federal feds in uh, January sixth. And he broke out some information in reference to, I guess, really, when he talked about it much, the, the pipe bomb. They released some footage mm-hmm. um, with some information that's got date, uh, time frames, uh, things like that. There's a couple of cameras that got there. There's one that moves. Dan Bongino covered it pretty good on his show. But essentially, they released some footage where or when the pipe bomb was discovered, what time and who did it. You know, and all this. So initially, when it comes out, we just see a guy. He goes over. He's talking to. Uh, there's a marked cop car. He talk. He goes to one side of the cop car. Goes to the other side. Then he goes and talks to the black SUV that's next to him, which is assumed to be the uh, Secret Service or is the Secret Service. And then, you know, after he allegedly at that point is telling them, "Hey, I just found a bomb over here." Um, you know, just it's weird. I don't know exactly what happens when you tell police officers and Secret Service there's a bomb next to a building that has the vice president elect in it or potentially the vice president. Ele- well, she was a vice president elect at that point. Um, they were certifying it. Um, 
that there's a bomb next to that building, but, you know, they kind of meander over there. There's no sense of urgency. They let people walk by it, you know, after they are allegedly made aware of it, right? So Darren Beatty, I guess, with some, you know, some information that's going to come out later that he's already privy to that uh, he's got, he essentially comes out to find that the person that found the bomb is a is a federal agent. They're not just a regular everyday person. And, you know, he was in plain clothes. Um, but essentially talks about that the uh, the pipe bombs with where they were found. OK, so they were with what we've got released now uh, on January 5th. Somebody allegedly set these things down. And mind you, these are inert pipe bombs. They're, they're, uh, they said that they're kind of similar to a training bomb that they would use. They would not blow up. They're not, they were not an actual threat. They're fake. So that's the who, first thing. Who announced that? Uh, that's been the case from the jump. Okay, they yeah. were inert. Yeah, yeah. So they're not, you know, so they weren't even legitimate bombs. They were just, but nonetheless, you don't know that until yeah. you get them and you, you know, whatever. Um, Decoys. Right, right. Let's say let's somebody put decoys. Let's right. put it out there. So so you got to think. So these get put out there on the fifth. When they get discovered, it's it's right at around seventeen hours that they've been sitting there. Okay. Now the video that they released is the video outside the DNC. On January sixth, the way that it was described was that there was an RNC bomb and a DNC pipe bomb that were found. There were two. Well, oh, it was Thomas Massey actually who who did it. Uh, he was on Matt Gates's podcast and was talking about it as well. So there, Darren Beatty reported on it. He was talking about it because he's privy to it as well. So um, RNC, DNC. Well, the RNC building actually was not the RNC building. There is an RNC building. The, the way they described it, it was actually outside of like a club that the RNC uses to throw parties for fundraisers and shit like that. My freezing. Um so it wasn't exactly at the RNC. It really would have been your stomach for a minute. <laughs> no, if you need to eat, like, the way that Darren Beatty explains it, he's like, there's a very specific, I forget what he called it. was like the town building or something. It's like, yeah. it's, it's got a specific name, but in order to make it sound like, you know, both were under attack, they said RNC and DNC, right? So that's a one, one slight manipulation of it. So let's think about this. These bombs are sitting out there for approximately 17 hours. The first one is found in this dumpster behind this social club. Within 15 minutes of that one being found, on a hunch, because there was no data that was given to them, there was no information that was like, hey, go to DNC, I'm going to blow up. They, they had nothing. It then miraculously, 15 minutes within that, the DNC bomb gets found. Well, then what that does is that triggers the response from the Capitol Police naturally. So resources at that point get pulled away from the barriers that were protecting the Capitol building that, you know, ultimately got breached. And within minutes of them leaving and being away from it is when the initial breach happened that everybody saw with Ray Epps and the whole. So the timing of it all, he's like, it's, it's, it's almost impossible. He said, and, and here's part of why the building that the DNC building specifically had Kamala Harris in it, allegedly. If she's in that building and the Secret Service did a sweep of that area before she got there that day, they would have seen a fucking, even a fake generic pipe bomb sitting. Because literally, if you watch the video, it's like they're parked in a driveway and it's in a big, uh, to give you a description of like how far away it is. It's like if you have a big house, it'd be over in the side of your big ass house. It was like 25 feet maybe away from 50. But they have a video of it, right? Yeah. So that means that definitely was put there, correct? 
Oh, Maybe it was a hundred percent there. Somebody stashed it. Now the guy they have found out who the guy is. They know who I'm pretty sure they know the identity of the guy who planted the bombs. But for whatever reason, he he has not received any charges, no anything. Um even to plant illegal bombs is illegal. Right. So it's just kind of odd. There's a pretty good movie that came out last year. A lot of people probably didn't see it. And it's about a guy who robbed a bank. What's it called? His meds. Oh, gosh. I'm trying to remember the name of that. It's going to bother me now. Did Jake Gyllenhaal was in it? No, I know what you're talking about, though. But, yeah, this is a, this only has, like, three people in the whole movie. The, the women that are in the bank and then him. But it has also has Omar Little from The Wire. It's his, one, it's his last hmm. movie ever did. I don't think I saw it. But he plays a bank robber, John Boyega from... Uh, Black okay. Mirror. He plays the 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 bank robber, and he's off his med. So he's he's mentally insane. Let's be honest. Right. But he he keeps threatening. He goes, "I got a bomb in here. I got a bomb in here." And he's military and could do a bomb. He could have it one. No problem. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. But I ain't gonna ruin the ending. Or anything, but it's really good. <laughs> but it it it, it lends. Fake to... bombs are even worse because they're always there's no other purpose in this world ever to have a fake bomb unless you either a have a real bomb somewhere else. Or you're diverting attention from something. That's the only two. Op- think of why else? Why and else the, would you go go through the trouble of that shit? And another point that Darren Beatty I mean, raised. Am I crazy thinking no, that no, process? Or is that what most people think? No, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. And, and another thing that was mm-hmm. interesting about what Sorry Darren about Beatty speaking. that Darren Beatty was talking about with his coverage is why did they stop at two? How did they know there were only two bombs and not three or four or five? Like why did they just get two and they're like, all right, we're good. We, there's no other bombs anywhere else. They could have had, uh, you know, there are cameras all over D.C. Oh, so yeah. they probably, within 20 minutes of discovering the first bomb, were able to track that individual's movements all across the city for the last week. You know, any place that they went during the week. So that's how they yeah. would have found the DNC bomb so quickly and would explain why they wouldn't have been looking for more bombs if they didn't see him on camera placing a bomb. You know, just yeah, to play devil's advocate. True. No, that's true. That could be the case. <clears throat> it's just with the fact that they knew so much about it and then, you know, pretend like they don't. And, well, of course, and him being a federal him, agent, you know, that's that makes it even worse. Because it looks as though they were trying to clear like the capital out so that they could... Infiltrate, infiltrate it with their right. overthrowing of the government. Right. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. Darren Beatty said that there's more to come, and and part of what that will be is maybe who's behind it, um, what what kind of people help orchestrate it a little bit, he said it, he kind of hinted at. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what comes from there because really, man, there's a lot of people that are in jail right now for bullshit charges. Um, and you know, bull- charges where you see see things happen far worse or of the equivalent, and then nothing happens. And kind of to move into our next story, Should is similar. You be able to film pornography in the Senate chambers? <laughs> well, we can go to that one if you want. I, I was going to go to the more violent one, but it is similar. It's the same kind of thing. Are you sure that it was in the exact same chambers? It wasn't it, like a studio set made to look exactly like that. I mean, it was one of them. They've got it many different hearing rooms, yeah, but it yeah. was there was confirmed that it was in a hearing room. Um, and I, I don't know if we have talked about it on the podcast. I feel like we did the last one we did, but there was a staffer essentially that had a video posted of uh, himself engaged in some sex. Uh, in one of the Senate or Congress hearing rooms, um, he there was like explicit photos got posted about him. There was one where he was like ass naked with his ass sticking out, talking about I'm waiting for Lindsey Graham, you know, like. And they announced today that there will be no charges. No charges against them. No charges for that guy. Um, it's all good. And 
George Santos, man, he was out there talking some shit about. It. He was like, "Yeah, that that dude was blackmailed. That was he had to do that." He was like, "That's why they released it. He he was blackmailed." So you know, it's probably some political games. Um, you know, it's like that one guy that was talking about the fucking the parties and shit. You know, that goes on in DC. He's like, "Everybody's fucking out there. Like, it's no. That's just what they do." That's, what was the violent one? That well, the so avenue? so the illegal immigrants uh, in New York. Uh, there was a story. It was yesterday. It kind of went viral where um there were seven uh, later found out it wasn't like they knew by looking at them what are we um but that they later found out were uh quote-unquote migrants or illegal immigrants that were beating the shit out of a couple of um uh, nypd cops and there was video footage of it so it was going viral on x for a good little bit and the biggest part of it is that now today we got video of the migrants getting released from jail no charges as they flip off the cameras we'll as they leave MS-13. jail. Yeah. So they it's... did not throw up MS 13, <laughs> just to clarify. But just, they did. They just now did. I just now watched them and they blurred oh, they... it out. Well, how you know they did it? <laughs> yeah, if it's blurred, if it's blurred. Because you can see what the MS 13 is. It's not Bloods, it's not Crips. They're throwing up MS 13. It's the largest gang in the world, I promise. Oh, Look wow. at him. See him right there? That looks like a middle finger to me, but. No. I, that's <laughs> All right, debatable. We got, we got a couple of. We're all about different opinions here on the PDG right. podcast. Look, right see what you see. That's a middle finger. He's doing like this. He's doing like this. Yeah. And then after that, look, this guy here, he's changing his room right now. 13. But maybe, but nonetheless, they seem to be very remorseful and there's oh, no they, I can tell they really hate whatever they did. What, what they do? What these guys do again? They beat <laughs> right. up a couple of cops in New York. I'd walk out like that. Yeah. I wouldn't throw up the MS-13, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I might throw up fucking Lock Family and shit. What's up? You know, a and, full horseman. And as this video comes out. Uh, no, and I couldn't be the cop in front of my goddamn life. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's the video of them beating it. I mean, it, you know. Yeah. Well, you've probably like seen on worse, two. unfortunately. but Oh, yeah, it's 7 on 2 getting them getting stomped on. Those are police officers. shouldn't stomp on police officers. And then Libs at TikTok posted uh, kind of a comparison. Around. What's wrong? Oh, there you go. There's the gay dude that was getting railed in the... Uh, you know, I don't have to see. He this. might be by. Don't don't <laughs> don't be, don't be yeah. giving him oh, his you're pronouns. Right. Should, you're right. You're right. Hey man, you Z was really catching it. Hey, now there's all kinds Z. of pluses and minuses <laughs> and shit. You see Z that? was Z was really getting railed there. One of them was getting. One of them was like, it's outrageous. I seen where they added like a, a not even a numeral decimal or some shit. Well, and, and part of what you know, uh, lives a TikTok poster was about showing the uh, the marine who who choked out. Uh, the guy who is assaulted. <laughs> oh, he protected the woman that was right. getting assaulted. And he got jail time. And, yeah, he's I think jail. it was manslaughter, right? Because yeah. he killed him yeah. from choking him out. Which you know, obviously, look, we ain't trying to kill nobody, but it's like, come on, man! It it's just the the things that are happening. It's all really odd and weird. It seems upside down. You you protect criminals and attack people that are trying to stand up for somebody that's not able to defend themselves. Now, I don't know who this is, G.A. Peach underscore 3102, uh, but she's posting a video here of a protest. It's an NYPD protest because the illegals who attacked the two police officers in Times Squares were released without bail. Um, that I don't get big. I don't know. Well, she's, that's part of why they're posting it because they said that no news station is covering it right now and every one of them should be. But it doesn't, you know, support the liberal agenda. I don't know if it's a hundred percent true that is New York City. There does seem to be a lot of cars driving, uh, cops with lights on. So it, you know, if it's not a protest, there's a lot of police uh, assimilating in New York City in this video that she just posted seven hours ago. 
And it's coming to a head, man. And and we didn't really write it down, but it's got to be talked about as the border, Um, you know, with the illegal immigration part of it. It's it's gotten to the point now to where there was a lawsuit that the Biden administration wanted to be able to cut some razor wire that the state National Guard was putting out at the border. And it got decided. It got decided in the Supreme Court that they they couldn't cut the wire until the trial was done. So they haven't, I don't think officially litigated it, but they can't go in and take it. Uh, or they can, I'm sorry, they can, the Biden administration can. Well, Texas governor Greg Abbott said, well, we're just going to continue to put more down. So he did that. And then it kind of uh, amassed, I think it was up to like 25 States who essentially started to send resources down to the border because the perception that was kind of getting pushed out there and is, is still, I guess, a little bit out there is that, you know, this could be the escalation between, if not the citizens kind of versus uh, the federal government, you know, state, national guard, state militias, you know, assimilating to at least potentially have a standoff with the federal government and say, look, you're not going to keep letting people come into the country. You guys aren't doing anything. So we're going to do something. And, you know, initially, I think the thought, the, the reaction is like, fuck, yeah. You know, like we need people to protect the border. We need people to stop it. If the federal government's not going to do it, then sure. Let states figure out a way to do it. Is and, it the same thing as January 6th, though? Is it a setup to give more control to an outside source? You know, if if it does come to this head and you do have the Texas national guard and 25 other States national guards down there saying no. And the Biden administration saying yes, what happens at that point? Well, part of what they, they said that Biden could threaten any, and I I guess it did at least come out through his press. It was that he could nationalize the, um, um, uh, what does I want to say? The national guard. He could federalize the Mm -hmm. national guard is what I meant to say. Take the power away from the The states. States is never going to have, yeah, he can't do it. He can't, I don't think he has that much power just in his own. He can do it, but what he has to declare to be the problem is, is kind of where the point of contingency is. But I think that people could say. That would almost be a civil war. Well, that's no and you know, here's, I'm not trying to throw that out there to be scary, well, just being honest. And you know, so part of it is if it was, okay, if we were under civil war, he could make that decision, right? Uh, yeah, well, sure. again, with the legalese the way it is, I'm sure that they could finagle it to where they could be like, well, because these states are not doing this, and, and like one guy said, he, he may not even necessarily have to federalize them, maybe he doesn't want to go that route because that's too confrontational, which we'll talk about whether or not that's even the whole point, but is he could just say hey we need troops in iran so we're going to send your national guard texas to to go because we need them over here in you know with this country or we need them in ukraine or so he could pull them strategically to you know but then of course that's why we got other states coming so there it's a chess match right now but the the fact is that at this point in time i think the border even more when trump was running on it it's a problem. And it's not just because of news coverage of the mainstream. It's really a lot of the like Infowars has some people down there. Fox is down there a lot. But uh, as I kind of was telling, I was telling you guys when I was sending it to you, it's, it's almost like, why now? You know, it's 2024 now. It's an election year. Why at this early stage in the game is he setting the pieces for an escalation in an election year. So, so, and so it's kind of fishy, you know, sorry, 
um, it's kind of fishy. And then just as people start to kind of talk about that, there's a video that surfaces of Greg Abbott where he's out at some event and this guy's talking to him. He's asking some questions. He's like, yeah, yeah. So Klaus Schwab, you know, in the WEF, they want to do this. And he's like, what do you think about that? And it was like, look, I'm an America first guy, you know, just whatever. And he's like, well, yeah, yeah. He's like, so will you denounce uh, the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and he was like, well, you know, I'm telling you, I'm all about Texas. And I just want, you know, he, he didn't, he wouldn't do it. And it's like, you know, to common everyday folks, when somebody says denounce something, it's like, well, I'm going to do it pretty quick because I don't really give a fuck about what you're saying. But to these people, it's clearly more than that, because how hard is it to just say, yeah, I denounce that guy? So if he's not, it's kind of like, well, why? You know, it begs the question, why are you not? in bed with them? They Because you don't need them they... as an ally. You don't need, you know, in no way, shape or form should it be. It's like, well, what do you think about child porn? And you'd be like, I don't know if I want to denounce that one. You know, it's like, you know, it's an obvious. Yeah, that dude's shit. The World Economic Forum sucks. That's the globalist. Fuck them. So that's what you should be about. That's the way you believe, though. There's people out there that believe that the World Economic Forum does good. No, are they as educated on the topic? Probably just them. <laughs> I don't think anybody other than them. But. There may be a few, man. You never no, know. Sure. Even the bad guys got things. You sure. know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. I'm not saying that it's a uh, lot of people. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know if they have enough to rally, but it, is if they have the right few with the right amount of money in their pockets, and that, it doesn't fucking matter with me. But it is it is interesting though because uh, Ron DeSantis has made it blatantly clear that he denounces the World Economic Forum. Right. So it's not like it's a outlandish thing for a governor of a state, particularly two of the states that are right now in a battle with the federal government over the border, right. to say no, I'm not for the globalist agenda. I'm not for you know diaspora into America from all over the world. Right. So it, it's just kind of odd. And, you know, it, is it is it not more of a coincidence that there's a movie coming out called Civil War this year that is about exactly states seceding from the federal government and then potentially going and attacking the Capitol? But how is it so ironic that they take, so they don't be too, make, make it too much like they take the largest Republican state. Right. And the Texas largest, is, right. and, Texas the largest and California. State. Right. Like, and what, like they're going to ever fucking join together to do anything. Right. Right. Yeah. And what, and what world are we living in where California and Texas are like, yeah, we're on the same team, buddy. Like now These what's motherfuckers weird. are like the Heffels and McCoys. Right. Here's what's weird. agree on shit. Here's yeah. what's weird though. I, I would say probably half of California, if not more, is probably more right than left. It's just in the cities where, you know, because I, I feel like there's a lot of California that's red. Well, the absolute craziest thing is, and it's not, this is going to sound terribly, terribly uh, homophobic, but when I was a kid, people would make fun <laughs> of, it would, because people make fun of San Francisco. It was made fun of, people were like, oh, that's the home world they allow gay people to walk around and hold hands. Right. We don't want to go to that city. I'm talking about when I'm a kid in the 80s. I remember hearing about San Francisco being the the you know and the interesting and, part is that's when it was flourishing yeah know? it was doing great i mean they they ended up bringing professional teams to their to san francisco for sure the the niners they're going to super bowl i mean come on but now i've heard a lot of bad things over the last couple of years i hear more and more worse things about san francisco and that's crazy because you used to always hear bad shit about la it was like okay another teenage superstar as he walked another person in their 20s that's an a-list actor was found dead outside a nightclub in late hollywood you know and you, you don't really ever hear that about San Francisco. You're about the San Francisco stalker, but 
I don't know where where it was, but um, the video of Ian Ziering getting beat up. Did you see that? He was like he was like uh, he was in a car or something. These dudes on bikes were fucking with him, so he started like punching at him and shit. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's just a degradation of society, man. And it's it, it's you showed me the video with a girl that came out coming and goes, I don't know what's going on. I lived in San Francisco my whole life. This man spit right in my face and told me he'd rape me. Right. I was like, what? And she's like drowning her face off. She's like, I was mortified. I'm terrified for my life. What if he comes here and rapes me? And I'm thinking back on mine. I try to feel empathy, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, it, you know, we – it just it's insane. When you see the amount of people coming into the country, man, and the amount of – threats violence and, and like the fbi director he's always ready to carry water for the establishment he was even saying it's a threat like there's terrorists coming through the border 100 percent chinese come through the border not that there's anything against chinese but last year we have more chinese people come through our border than we have ever had combined ever ever why in the past year or two is that happening and who's to say that they don't have affiliation with the hundred percent, a hundred. And listen, and, and Joe Biden is compromised. All. He is compromised by the Chinese government. So therefore, they, Joe Biden, you do whatever we say, and you go, huh? What? That's fucked up. But yeah. And and that's that's just how it is. That's what it is. You just did like a racial. <laughs> it was it was pretty fucked up. Yeah. What you did? You hit the racial. Oh, uh, y'all don't hear me with the Asian voice. Like, yeah. So if I start doing black voices, that bad. It always makes me think. Yo, what y'all talking about, it man? Makes me think of the dragon movie that with uh, where um, they're doing the Bruce. Tell me, the Bruce Lee story was the good dragon movie, not the one where the man has to be a bad guy. But he's sitting in the in the movie theaters and. Uh, what was his name? Muscular Disc for Jerry Lewis is on the screen doing an Asian character, a famous Asian character in many movies. And everybody around is laughing. His wife looks at him. He's not laughing at all. You know, Bruce Lee didn't think that shit was funny at all. He's like, man, they're making fun of my culture. And so now here you make like, oh, you want to. It reminds me of, oh, shit, let me log in. Hi. Well, I mean, here's the thing is, the thing is, I'm sure that if they come through the legal avenues, there are. I mean, even then, I don't know if there's anything in place to establish what their relationship with the CCP is, because the CCP is basically in control of everything in China. But right. illegals in particular, there's no way to establish anything for any of them from wherever they came from. So there's also a part of this whole thing with the border that people are saying is that the whole it's like a big almost like WWE. It's a production at Eagle Pass. Right. So Fox is there. That's where Abbott is. And but you then it's like down you just go street. down two miles and the gate's wide open and there's nothing. So it's like, what the fuck is the whole point? And so, again, is it a situation where this is all a part of it? You know, because we've talked a long time about potential race war, the the regular folks, you know, kind of stirring each other up, fighting. Okay, so maybe the, the battle isn't going to be me versus my neighbor. It's going to be the state versus the federal government which will then clash. And then if and when they clash and they can't resolve, well, who comes in to then potentially help us or fix us? The United Nations. The United Nations, which is what the whole plan is all along, is to get the United States to a point where we are fully run by the United Nations out at the front, out in front of everybody. So to sum it up, Nick believes that Abbott is in bed with the globalists in the World Economic Forum, and he's behaving as... 
a heel. He's doing just what he's, he's supposed to do. behaving as a heel so that the hero can come in, the battle can... Well, not even the hero, but the battle can start between the federal and the state, and then the hero that the production also, wants to bring us is the UN. We've also talked about trying to debunk, figure out... Well, not debunk, but figure out what's going to happen in the election. Because it can't... There's also been reports that Obama was talking about uh, pushing hard that Biden needs to drop out. He needs to drop out. They need to do it as soon as possible. He needs to go. And they throw Michelle Obama in there. Well, we Michelle, allegedly, Michelle Obama really, 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 really does not want to run. So I don't – it's going to be a weird – and that was part of what came out on the O'Keefe video was this guy was saying that, like, they want they want by, they want to get rid of Kamala, actually, as the VP. Can So sorry to – No, in. you're good. Can they – so think about this. You have somebody that's been a part of the party – you know, gone along with everything. You cast him aside because he was anti-establishment, right? The the whole rap that you're trying to get your party away from is that you've been co-opted by the FBI, the CIA, whatever. So could you not bring in a character like RFK Jr. that has now been, you know, he's been the Democrats. Made, the Democrats bring him back as we you know, we're trying to turn over a new leaf. We we can see where this oversight is not good. Right. He he I'm just thinking who he, do they run? If not Michelle, if Snake not in the grass. Kamala, if uh Gavin Newsom. Well, I did hear that um uh he might be running at not him, uh RFK might be running as a libertarian now, which I don't really know how much that changes everything. Do the difference it. between independent and a libertarian, I mean, is what that it's a part 30, of the party. 30,000 votes. <laughs> right. 30,000 fucking votes. Right. It might be a little bit more stable. I'm not 100% sure. I, it's just as you said his name. I thought about that and then the whole thing with him and Trump. But, yeah, so it, it's – I don't know. Well, I mean, I Trump could see thing, it. I didn't interesting. hear any name that goes up against Trump and has a chance. T- touch on, right. touch on the uh, Trump RFK uh, tweet the other day or the um, – Well, it was a situation where – I guess was it Fox News? I think came up with it and said that um, that there were reports that Trump, his uh, campaign, had reached out to RFK pretty early on and asked about him running as a VP, and that yeah. and that was still open as a possibility. Is this the first time in the history of uh, the United States presidential elections that like the people that are running for office aren't going to debate the other people that are running for office like, <laughs> on camera before the elections? Well, that I mean, was part of what RFK said to Trump. So Trump or Trump came out and said he is by far the most radical left person running for office, maybe ever. Look at his environmental program and close up the USA is what Trump tweeted. And Kennedy Jr. responded with radical in quotations is shutting down the country with no due process, pushing Operation Warp Speed on an experimental pharmaceutical product. And giving Dr. Fauci, who now admits social distancing wasn't based on science, a presidential accommodation. I look forward to debating our records in San Marcos on September 16th. How far before the election is September 16th? When is uh, the election being? November. November. Less than two months. So out. less than two months before the election. Though, they are going to have a debate. I don't know if that means that you know Biden's going to be on the stage as well. I couldn't imagine that. That would be a... Oh, that would be pay-per-view. Oh, Look, but okay. how, they, how do they get away with that, though? That's what I'm saying. How do they get away with him not debating? Like, I just I don't. See it. He can't. There's no way. <laughs> I want to see it, too. Let, let's, have, let's let Fetterman speak in for him. 
Hey, bro, Fetterman's been on a roll. Bro, Fetterman is base. It's the weirdest. That's a psyop. It's got to be a psyop. That's the weirdest thing. Like, he'd be like, of course the border needs protecting. It's crazy down there. It's like, <laughs> wait, he's the only Democrat I ever heard of that, Nick, like, says Nick that. was <laughs> disappointed with democracy when he got elected. And, and now he's like, he's based. He's so weird. He's like, the there, there were people protesting. They were, like, pro-Palestine protesters. Yeah. And this motherfucker is walking by with the little uh, Israel flag. <laughs> Like troll, I was like, "What is this dude doing with fucking his hoodie on? Like, what he is going on? Fuck, dude. It's weird. Fuck. It's so he's odd. Get, what he's doing he is taking those whoever what state elected his ass. He's taking their tax dollars to Dr. Oz. <laughs> right. That's what he's doing. He was in a hospital for a period of time, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. which makes it even more interesting. Right, like right. that wasn't what you were running on, bro. Well, and the, now you change your tune. Well, part of the joke too is that you know, as he's gaining more of his brain back, he's obviously gaining more of his sense. You know what I mean? He's like. Oh, well, yeah, he's now he's that intelligent. That makes more sense, yeah. Right, right. So, yeah, man, man. I remember when you said it. You look just like Fetterman. We, that was the uh, best we died, live man. moment, dude. I was out. And part of the part of the, the 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 election, the Trump thing, is this. Uh, I guess within a week, a couple of few days ago, there was a decision made in the E. Jean Carroll lawsuit where Donald Trump got Alex Jonesed by the court, meaning there was no trial. Uh, the judge ultimately decided Donald Trump was guilty of defamation without him able to present any uh, evidence or any kind of proof of anything. And actually, I got a picture. So was it a criminal trial before this that he no, defamed no. her? Or are they saying that no, he just defamed her by saying that she lied about what she was saying? Just his what he said in defense of himself is all it was. I bet people hear that. 83 million. Uh, 83 million. So here, and look. There, here's an example of some of her tweets that she put out that they were not allowed to put in in defense of Donald Trump to kind of, you know, say, look at who we're talking about here and why we're trying to believe what she's saying. Uh, these are all these are tweets from E. Jean Carroll um, and her official Twitter account. Number one, sex tip I learned from my dog. When in heat, chase the male until he collapses with exhaustion, dot, 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 then jump him. OK, uh, another one. Would men have invented chastity belts, veils, and crop crocs, croaks, if women weren't just unbelievably hot? Question mark. Honey, you were born to seduce. Okay. Uh, what can be done about the penis? It gets large when it wants. Hold on. It gets large when you want it small, and it stays small when you want it large. Uh, another one. How do you know your quote unquote unwanted uh, sexual advance? Why are you reading this? Your ex. Quote. That's his Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's this it. one is kind of weird. Okay. How do you know your quote unquote unwanted sexual advance quote is unwanted until you advance it? Right. Interesting. Um, it's kind of an oxymoron, but I get it. Right. But the fact that she's just kind of making jokes about sexual assault, you know, is kind of interesting, right? Uh, there's no such thing as a good slut, only sexual geniuses. Oh, oh no su such thing as a slut. I'm sorry. Only sexual geniuses. So she's saying <clears> instead <throat> of we should take away slut and add sexual geniuses. I'm down with her on that one. She I'm might not, she might be wrong on that one. The last one that says here is this not the most beautiful women. No, no. It's the women who <clears throat> make the least mistakes who seduce the most men. That's true. And also they wouldn't allow Trump to put in the interview that she had with uh, Anderson Cooper, where she talks about rape being sexy, and uh, you know she looks at rape as a fantasy. And you know, here's the here's this kind of goes back to the thing with the illegal immigration or the immigrants that attack the cops. 
there's a clear there's a clear bias and and what we're seeing is is a deterioration of some of our fabrics that are supposed to be stables meaning we now have judges who will on just the pure motion of political bias will take a man for 80 attempt to take a man for 83 million dollars because a woman makes a uh, a claim against him where she doesn't remember when it happened she remembers vaguely uh, around what time it happened or you know where it was they were saying something about the outfit that she said she had on didn't exist at that time and the, the jacket that she was wearing or whatever allegedly didn't exist until several years later there's just a lot of weird things and then i'm gonna try to play this we've attempted to play uh, audio clips and shit before but we got a rinky dink setup but there's a um there's a clip of her (laughs) oh our content's solid as fuck but our setup is a little ghetto but or rinky dink i probably can't say ghetto it's racist (laughs) in honor of black history month i can say ghetto right no, is that backwards? I think I think that's the opposite. Like you definitely shouldn't say get a oh, black history okay. month. Okay, never mind. I take it back. Uh, um, this no, is he live in the ghetto. This no. right, right, exactly. <laughs> I, I, that, there you go. I'm gonna let it say because I do live in the ghetto, go, so bro. I can call it ghetto because okay. I live in the that's ghetto. True. I got my pass. Mm-hmm. So this is Eugene Carroll on the uh, Rachel Maddow show after she won the lawsuit. This is her first interview with her lawyer sitting next to her, and as the Gross. interview goes on, the lawyers look. So uncomfortable. At one point, the lawyer even said, "Shut the fuck up." She even said, "She says that's a joke. She's joking." Like so, it gets. But let's. Uh, I'm gonna try to play it here and let y'all hear what this chick is talking about. What she's gonna do with her money now that she beat Trump in this lawsuit. Millions. You've talked about using some of Trump's money that you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be? What that might look like? Yes, or- Rachel. Yes, <laughs> I had such. Such great ideas for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel, you and I will go shopping. So we're going to get completely new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse. It's yours, Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France. You want France? You want to go fishing in France? No? That's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> they're all laughing. It's not like no fucking joke. It sounds like they're going, we're really going to go fishing in France here. Oh, y'all know it, right? Right. right. And, and you know, it's like uh, Patrick Bet Davis said, he was like, it's like a, it was like a movie. He was like, it, it doesn't even look real. Like the whole thing is just, it's just weird, man. And to think that we're supposed to take this woman seriously, even after the whole silly ass interview with Anderson Cooper talking about rape is sexy, we're supposed to take this woman seriously, giggling and shit, cutting up about the fact that she just won eighty three million for this dude. Like it just, <laughs> he's obviously going to appeal it, but as it stands right now, that's that's what it is. Is eighty three of them. How high did the appeals? I mean, the all the appeals processes lead to the Supreme Court, don't they? I guess ultimately it could. I don't know if it will with it being a civil suit. I don't know. I don't know if it's possible, but if it is, then it's boom, it's over with. Because he put all of them there. So No, that's not the – unless this – all right, so we didn't even touch on this with the border manipulation setup. The Supreme Court that put – approved the Biden administration's um, order to remove the wire in Texas – was approved. They were sat on that court. They're 
you know, a conservative majority sat on that court by Donald J. Trump. So how much are they in play (laughs) in this situation? And that's kind of what people are worried about is, you know, if and when some of these other cases that involve him being on the ballot get to them, we're going to see Amy Coney Barrett switch. And, you know, if so, look, Roger, uh, Roger Stone tried to tell him that she was no good. So, you know, if he don't listen and it catches him, that's what he gets for not trusting the people he should be trusting, I guess. Um, and also, it just came out, too, uh, they just released some court documents uh, involving Vince McMahon and a former assistant he had. Man, it's some lightweight Lark, R. Kelly type of shit. You know, it's like he negotiated this girl into Brock Lesnar. Well, not Brock Lesnar. Let me say the right way. A former UFC champion that's also a WWE star, when they were negotiating that person's contract, it was allegedly worked into the deal that he would get to bang this chick. And then even this person reached out to her and was requesting certain things of her, like for her to send send them uh, videos of her peeing and shit like that. Um, so he yeah, has some weird, and, and you know, uh, allegedly Vince like hoard this girl out, like to John Laronitis, I think was another one that was uh, named. They haven't officially named Brock Lesnar, right? He's they just the, identified it did, as a former UFC champ and WWE. There's star. not another one that there is not another <laughs> one. That, well, I don't know. Was Shayna Baszler ever in UFC? Was she a champ? She wasn't there then, though, Mm-mm. and she's a girl. Not me, they got it. <laughs> and they, they, finger they, raper? I'm gonna they, rip you on my tongue, bitch. I'm and gonna... they didn't bring her back for a contract either. No, right? Brock left, and yeah. So it, it's highly Very, suggested yeah. that it's Brock. And they're also it seems like they're talking about Brock not being at WrestleMania now. So yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Well, and Vince McMahon was at the Rumble. Vince McMahon uh, was right. Okay, yeah. And yeah. was he not at the Rumble? He was not. And Vince McMahon just signed over all of his stuff due to these yeah. allegations. Yeah, he said he didn't want to. Create a problem, or you know, so he bowed out. So for the first time ever, there's not an official actual McMahon involved with WWE. Triple H is still in, essentially, but I mean, he's not technically a McMahon though. And (laughs) The Rock got a lot of. So when all this stuff went down as well, The Rock just got promoted to the board of TK. Is it TKO? Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's who owns WWE and UFC. And he got all of his rights under The Rock, which would mean all future media related to to The Rock's name and every movie The Rock's ever performed in. Yeah, that man's finna get paid. He's about to make a lot of money. And he's making moves. He also, you see where he combined the XFL with the uh, USFL, so it's now the UFL. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he's making moves, man. But yeah, so they acting like he's in ballers. Yeah, so a couple of big sexuality. I guess with Vince, is it it all stems from the fact he's that he didn't pay. Roman Reigns, he came back in the ring and came in on Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Rock is allegedly supposed to be doing. Oh, yeah. he yeah. came out and had a statement on like Sports Center where he was like, "Not to, I love wrestling and like I'm not saying I'm the best wrestler of all time, but if you put me and Roman Reigns in the ring on WrestleMania 40." It's gonna be the most electrified something, you know. I'm. I'm right, just, right, right. I wish oh, I did impressions dude, I like to watch it. <laughs> it makes so much better. I, if I can't wait to watch it. Voice. As soon as just hearing that, I get because oh, yeah. everybody always. You gotta figure. Roman Reigns came in. He came in with the shit. He came in with fucking Moxley and fucking Seth oh, Rollins. Yeah. So they were all beasts, and then when Roman got the push and the nod and became the phenomenon that he is now, I mean, the other two can't even touch him. They went in and did their great things. I ain't trying to shit. Which is weird because really his work is probably the worst out of all of them. Oh, still. Yeah. Uh, Post Royal Rumble, Triple H was 
talking to the media and they were asking because all the Vince McMahon stuff had just dropped basically are moving forward. What are you doing to protect your, your female talent from situations like what's being reported in these allegations? And he just moved right through it, which I was like, that seems like something you kind of need to address. Like, but he was like, we're just going to focus on the night. And it was a great night. And the, improvements to the company we just made with TKO and it's like ugh grimy yeah yeah because I mean what's he, he had a little swarmy mustache and his hair slicked back last time I saw Vince he had his hair slicked back and it's a little swarmy mustache he looked like he should be playing like cards down at the Tropicana <laughs> yeah I, I, I think he was one of the last times he was seen he had ditched the mustache but he did for a good little bit have one Sorry, we got off into the WWE tangent. <laughs> well, no, well, we talked it well because it ties into the the Trump, uh, you know, the Trump oh, yeah. lawsuit, his sexual allegations. Vince had one, and then I guess <laughs> Dylan even sent over uh, something about Tara Reid is going to sue the Justice Department. So yeah, she said that kind of in relation to how they were, you know, uh, kind of treating her when she was making her allegations against Joe Biden. She's suing for ten million in damages for invasion of privacy, emotional distress, and violation of her rights. She is accusing the FBI of launching a secret operation called Operation Cassandra to stalk her, discredit her, intimidate her, and possibly even, in quotations, eliminate her, if need be, so that she wouldn't be a threat to Joe Biden. Um, from American Pie. <laughs> not that Terry. <laughs> not that Terry. I was sitting there thinking the whole time. I was like, "Go Joe." What right. the fuck? This guy. What's Joe Biden got going on? Oh, I think that shit ain't being bad. But it's crazy. getting no news coverage. That was the first time I heard. It. That's why I said that. That, that Terry, the one from American Pie. And it Most just people are like, what is he talking about? I mean, with as little detail as. Uh, Carol, John Carol, what's her name? Johnny, oh, Jeannie Carol, E. Jean Carol, E. Jean Carol. Uh, as little detail as she's able to give, I think I don't know much about the Tari story. Do you know any more about what was alleged between uh, her and Joe Biden? Nah, not specifically. I just know that she accused him of sexual assault. I don't know how what how bad it was or what it was or it, clearly we looked into that deeply. To, it didn't say in the tweet that you sent. It just no, covered the It was the covering the lawsuit that she was, had come out with. But either way, just the fact that it's not being covered or anything for a major lawsuit against... I mean, that's a major allegation, and it might be proven false, and the FBI didn't cooperate to try and intimidate her to protect anybody, but just the allegation itself is um, worthy of a conversation, I would at least... Oh, for sure. Nah, because fuck Joe Biden, why not? He ain't shit. <laughs> no way he runs again, you know it, right? I don't, well, and you know, I, that. so that gets back to the Civil War part of it. I don't, what else could they do? And that would that would be part of what they could use that for, right? If it gets so bad, oh, no elections, man, we're at war here. There's a, it's, it's too, too dangerous. Um, yeah, revolution occurring at the southern border. You know, I don't know if we were talking about it or if we did a podcast about it, but in my opinion, there will be some kind of event that will involve immigrants where they get killed at a at a big clip, 20, 30 of them, whatever. And, you know, they'll turn it into this MAGA something, something. 
went down, shot a bunch of people at the border. I don't think going to the border is necessarily a January 6th thing because like Alex Jones talks about, it's Texas, for one. It's not Washington, D.C. So it's not, you know, it's a different, it's kind of a whole different environment down there as opposed to being up in D.C. and kind of being in the fucking hornet's nest. But um, I can understand why people would be hesitant, but then it's also like, well, that's what, that's the opposite of how we should be thinking. I mean, if we think we need to be supporting something, we just need to be ready to go to jail if we fucking support it, I guess, you know, that's ultimately what it comes down to. So if the, sorry to get, I agree with you. Um, I think that was on point, but getting back to the Supreme court, what happens when the Supreme court doesn't allow Trump to be on ballots? Mm, yeah, that would certainly be an escalation as well. That would be, yeah, because, you know, at that point, you're going to have a lot of people ready to protest. A lot of people, especially talking about trying to take somebody off of something for something they've not even been charged for. It's like, hey, man, we're going to charge you for genocide. Well, who the fuck did I kill? It don't matter. We're just going to charge you for genocide. <laughs> that's what you're getting. Yeah. Oh, I mean. We think that'll work, so... <laughs> You know, that's what it comes down to. If we think we can hit you with that, then we'll we'll drop that on you. We're laughing and it's not funny. I mean, you it know, is, it's, but it's, what can you do about it otherwise? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess we true. could go down to Texas. I thought about it, bro. I was like, man. You, you just in some. the last breath said, I don't advocate for people going vigilante in Texas. No, not vigilante, but, you know, it's like Jones talks about, man. Enough people go down there with their fucking phones and recording and posting that shit. Catching like, stuff. I mean, yeah, just getting it out there, like, you know, put it on X, put it on Facebook. and Because, you know, that's the only way people are going to really get exposed to it, because you're not going to see it on TV. No, definitely not seeing it on TV. You're not going to see it on Facebook or Instagram. No. So you just go be your own border patrol. You just go out there and start filming. We're like, look right here. Let's see if we can talk to these people walking up. Hey, how you doing? Right. Well, if I hang, America, how you doing, buddy? If I hang out long enough out there, I'm gonna be like, I bet I could cross over and oh, cross yeah. back. Like, you know, like when you was a teenager and you wanted to be like, I bet I could cross this four lane, you know, street right here when the cars are coming, I'm gonna play Frogger. You know. I'm across hop across the border. It's so way easy to get fat and slow. Dude. I just wait till there ain't nobody coming and I just walk across. There's a reporter, man. I really, <laughs> I really wish I had his name for the sake to give him credit. Um, but there's a reporter that was on Alex Jones that he does it. He goes through the process. He goes. He starts from Mexico and takes oh, really? takes the route up there and records it the whole time and you know just you know documents whatever he picks up while he's going through the process. Because you know what are they gonna do? They're not gonna arrest him. And then, you know, like to watch the. Wait, does he go like through the illegal ways or does yes. he go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't go. He doesn't go through the thing. And then to watch the Democrat. <laughs> he doesn't and... get arrested for just fucking around. Like, <laughs> no, he's a reporter. He's, uh, he's doing a story uh, like he's, he's a reporter. But like to watch the, the, the Democrats and the Re- Republicans argue about it and some of these committees and some of these hearings like it. We just need more resources down at the border. For what? To process people? No, we need to stop people from coming to the country. Like, why are we allowing it at such a ridiculous amount? Like, even at the bare minimum for the safety of people potentially being able to come through and hurt people that aren't, that's that's enough, right? We got, we elected to allow the fucking government to spy on us after 9-11 because we wanted to be protected, allegedly. That was the thought process. So why does that not apply to people coming in here? Like, 
undocumented, no clue where they're coming from or what their history is. 19 or 20 people involved in 9-11, allegedly. Hijackers and this and that, right? 19. What I hear him say, several thousand Chinese nationals have come through, which, again, is more than our country has ever had in the history of our country combined is in the past two years. We've had Chinese people come across our southern border like that. Well, along with the fact that we've had record number of all nationalities right. cross our border in the last two years. Right. Like, like I, I was thinking about this, and maybe we can do your social experiment here a second, too, because I was thinking about you go up to people and ask them, hey, what do you think is probably one of the most dangerous countries in, in the world? And really, no matter what they come up with, go, okay, how many people do you think from that country have come across our border in the past three years? And then you go through, look on the data and say, oh, okay, look, Iran, oh, look, uh, 4,500. 4,500 people from Iran have come across our border. Just letting you know. You know, just keep that in mind. Oh, what do you think? Oh, you don't like Somalia? Uh, okay, uh, 2,500. Got 2,500 people from Somalia that have been here, you know, come here. So uh, that, that's what we're dealing with, you know. Something to get people to think about. That's just the we know of. That's they not all go to, right. not the ones we don't know. About. That's just the ones that we've interacted with and said, okay, we'll Process. see you at court in four years. Have a great day, Jesus. You know, whatever the fuck. No, actually, it ain't even that. Actually, it ain't even that. It ain't even that. It's actually, well, we got a plane ticket for you to go to, uh, you're going to look like you're going to Chicago. Or so Boston there you go. Airport, all right. or, you and know. then immigrants living all in the airports in Chicago and in police stations. We got illegal immigrants living in police stations. I think it's in Chicago. I saw the video on X. Like they're laying on the floor sleeping. It's like, what is happening? It's insane. It doesn't make sense. And to see Democrats get up during these speeches and their little meetings or whatever and be like, well, we just need to be able to get more resources so we can help process these people. It's like, process them? Why don't you want to stop it? I don't understand why we're supposed to look. It's not compassionate for anybody involved, all the drugs, the sex trafficking, the the uh, people getting uh, slave work, you know, because you got to pay to get across. It's just none of it is good. Right. But, I mean, let's... Keep in mind that we do want legal legal hundred percent as a completely different conversation to me. I don't even they're not even the same discussion in my opinion. I understand what but you're saying. But the processing they it still is a long process legally, right? Yeah. Or no? Oh yeah. I mean it's and yeah. legally you don't get shipped anywhere, do you? Or do they people that are in the process of legally getting their green card or whatever it is to come here? Oh, if you don't, if you're not, you know, doing whatever you're supposed to do, I would imagine, yeah, they probably do. I mean, because it's supposed to be a privilege in a, you know, any country you go to, you that's the process. You got to make sure you're going to be a productive member of their society. If you go through it legally, you get a lot more benefits. People say, "Oh, you're crazy." If they're living here illegally, they get all the benefits. But honestly, if you come here legally the way you're supposed to you get so many more benefits because they want people to come to our country right yeah from what i understand the benefits that the illegal immigrants are getting are coming from ngos that are funded by rich motherfuckers they get paid back in taxes for creating these ngos and then they can give them you know gift cards that they can just reload with thousands of dollars you know or and it you know and look, I got nothing against people at all, man, but I shop for people for a living like all the time. It's, you know, I, and I'm not even going to attempt to guess what type of personality or nationality I'm running into. And again, I'm not judging. I'm just stating facts. But it's it's constant. Every Walmart I go into, it's constant. You know, 
and, and the two closest Walmarts to me, you go in there, white people are the minority in that store at all times. And we live in a fucking little podunk part of Louisville, Kentucky. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not. Same little laundromat I grew up in as a little kid, barefoot. Remember going there barefoot as a little kid? Mm-hmm. Like, going there and in South Park right up there. They redid the whole thing now. Now the dryers are free, but it's six fifty to wash a load of clothes in there. And nobody in there speak English. They stick their phone in your face and the translate. Yeah. I was at Walmart today, walk around and there was an employee that I had interacted with before in front they of me. They were nice though. I ain't trying to hate Oh them. yeah. Right. She turned around and like cause as she was walking, I was about to come out with my car and I like had to make a sudden stop to let her go. And I was like, Oh man, I almost took you out, my fault. And she was walking, she turned, she's like Ah, uh, she said, you Spanish? I said, no. She goes, ah, I don't speak English. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, because I guess she maybe didn't understand. She said, I, she's like, I understand a little bit. And I'm like. His Spanish accent sounds a lot like his Asian accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't. I work with two people in my department that don't speak English. And it's hard to yeah. How can they you get a like job? How can you get a job when you don't speak English? How? How? Why do companies do that? I don't like calling customer service and talking to somebody who I don't think. Like, I called the other day to Verizon. I had a problem. Somebody fucking tried to buy some iPads or something off of my shit. And, like, I was like, okay, so, yeah. And he was like, okay, it looks like the iPads were delivered. And I was like, yeah, I know. They weren't delivered to me. I don't have any iPads. I never ordered iPads. He's like, okay, well, uh, that's what the extra charge is for. Okay, so is there anything else I can help you with? And I was like, I don't know if you're understanding me. I said, I didn't order iPads. So whomever did order iPads on my behalf is trying to scam me. So I need you to help me fix that. I don't have any iPads. Did you ever get resolution to this story? I'm going to put in a ticket. Uh, the ticket will give me this, you know. So I don't know. I'm, I probably need to call him, actually. It's been a couple of days. He was supposed to call me back. I said, as he got done, he was about to transfer me. The guy was like, nah, if it says delivered, my department won't handle it. So, But it's just like, man. And you know, when I work for the internet company, we... We obviously were here, but uh, the people that work with the routers were not. Well, it's yeah, a globalized. 40, about 45 minutes and solved nothing. And people be so pissed. Nothing. Like people coming so back from them would be like, they'd be like, hello, my name is Tommy. I got to transfer this customer to you. That kind of, and then like, I know immediately if I'm getting that call back, the person on the phone about 90% of the time is about to be pissed off. Because they're going to be like, man, I was just talking to this guy. I don't know what he was saying to me. You know, and it's like, it's nothing against them. Like in a racial or it's just like i'm trying to get something done and if i can't communicate with you i can't function yeah i see people like looking at their phones and employees like he's talking about at walmart and like a you know let me show you what i mean how does that person go through an interview and you're like you you really killed that interview bob like he doesn't speak your language so what are you talking about hey google translate works pretty well though i'm got it you need to speak bangladeshi now if you really want to get through well, with and people. a lot of that on the customer <laughs> service customers have walked into google translate on their phone yeah or they're just showing me the product and i gotta like yeah it yeah it's i mean it and again it's nothing against these people but it's why why are the people in charge of our country letting these people come through like this without a proper process they clearly have a benefit for it there's nothing about it that helps everyday americans at all it only allegedly, potentially, seems to be helping the establishment. That's the only uh, that's the only logical conclusion that I can come to. Votes, uh, you know. Actually, we talked about Greg, Greg Abbott doing shady shit anyway when he would do a quote unquote political stunt, sending the immigrants to New York and all these other places. And it's like, well, you know, he's actually doing exactly what they want him to do, though. 
right? He's doing it, and the people who are against the border being open are like, get them, yeah, show them. And all the while, they don't even understand. That's the plan the whole time. Send them everywhere. Send them everywhere. Saturate everywhere that you need it so you can solidify some places that you might be losing people. California, New York, you're losing people. Let's get some there. And then go to red places. Fill them up with some people. Free votes. They were confident when they said they'll make Texas purple because they know they're bringing people 15 million people that they will tell us 15 that they will tell us about it's probably like a hundred that's a lot if they will tell us 15 how many do you really think it is i mean i remember michael savage said before trump was president he thought there were 20 million illegal immigrants up to that point that had come into the country that was before trump He's like, I think the real number is probably this. They'll say five or six million over the past. He's like, it's probably 20. So it's like, you know, it expounds by so many. Um, But it's crazy. And maybe part of why these things happen is because of bribery, right? Kind of like with Carrie Lake, uh, where she releases a video where there's a high up who has now resigned. Is she yelling at her? No. Oh. A high up member of the RNC who has since resigned since the video came out where he comes to her. She says after she receives a phone call and he's like, I got to talk to you about something, but I can't talk to you about it on the phone. She's like, well, I already knew this was about to be rich because, you know, why can't you talk to me about it on the phone? So dude comes there and I guess being in preparation of it, she's recording the conversation uh, and must be a single consent state because she's able to release it without lawsuit. And he's essentially saying, look, (laughs) there are some really rich people. uh, I I think he even specifically says New York or at least in the East that want to just, you know, try to see if they can maybe put you on uh, with a company you know, somewhere where you got a nice job and just kind of, you know, not not quit, but just maybe put your campaign on pause because she's trying to run for Senate uh, in in Arizona now. So he was like, you know, you don't got to quit, but, you know, just kind of put it on a pause and she's like, well, I'm not, why would I do that? She said, you know, and it's like, this is because they want to get Trump, right? They don't want, and, you know, so there's this interaction where essentially he's just telling her, you know, look, there are people that will pay you to just go away for a little bit. Just, you can still be kind of present, but just don't run for office. Don't, you know, don't try to actually help that process, help, help move Trump along. Just don't run for office basically. Uh, so that guy resigns, but you know, she's, he even lightweight kind of threatens her. You know, she's like, well, are they going to kill me? She said, because, you know, I'm not going to do it. She said, they can offer me $5 million, $10 million, a billion, $2 billion. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to sell out my country. She says, too important. She's like, I'm not, you know, so. Uh, but then he's like, yeah. She says something about whether they're going to kill me now or something. He's like, well, you never know. You know, like MS-13 is kind of crazy. and Like, so he kind of even, you know, almost massages it a little bit when she mentions it. So. It, it, it's just a really kind of eerie, odd uh, window into what people think happens. And it's like, well, here's proof, you know, 100% proof. And she you, got killed, didn't she? No, no, she's still, she's alive and well. I mean, but he, Carrie Lake is who we're talking about. Uh, she was the one that was running for governor in Arizona, got yeah, somehow lost. Was some, she was right. the one that claimed the lady who was in charge of the election won the election. She was the attorney general or something. She was in charge of doing it. And, but, so it's just, it was wild. So yeah, that guy resigned and, you know, she was a hot little talk for a little bit and she was doing shows and shit talking about it and just yet further proof and indication as the, the corruption that's in our government. 
do you think that the individuals that are corrupting our government and are participating in the World Economic Forum have a finger in the Federal Reserve? Mm, maybe not necessarily. It's probably just money and power that they get, I would think. I mean, maybe some people, some of the bigger people might in a certain way. But... I think some of them may have a foothold. Yeah, but like the Greg Abbotts and them, they're just little. Oh, even I'm, talking, all, I'm talking about levels higher than oh, like the everyday. Yeah. Or the, I mean, sure, the Rockefellers, I guess that group or whatever. Or yeah, somebody got a foothold. Yeah, somebody's in there. I mean, well, obviously. the Bitcoin. Last time we podcasted, the big I was talking about the ETFs getting ready to be approved. They've now, since the last one, been approved. Mm-hmm. Uh, there hasn't been a. a drastic shift in the trading price but yeah i was gonna ask you about that why is that exactly just the big corporations are buying up a lot of stuff you just don't have the everyday investor that's already moved all their money into those funds like you know there's a lot of uh smaller accounts like a lot of people know that they should self-custody their bitcoin instead of going through these etfs it's just a it was designed not to be held by these big corporations. They want to try and accumulate it so they can possess control. Yeah, I guess that's it, true. It's kind of counterintuitive to what they want is for those corporations to be able to kind of manage it and manipulate it in that way, huh? Oh, if you're a Bitcoiner, you want to self custody your Bitcoin. You're not going through a management company getting fees that was the whole point of the creation right. of this technology right. was to so just them getting involved pollutes it as it is for sure yeah. but you know they'll lose their ass like anybody else that tries to manipulate it because it's so diverse and the you know the entire world is buying and selling in this currency yeah yeah um, so yeah it, but it did it did it had a little jump but it ain't been crazy though no no but they just hold on. The having comes up in it's February, so March, I think sixth or something like that is when the having is. And lastly, Taylor Swift, Lamar Jackson failed to oh. save the world and the planet for us having a Taylor Swift Super Bowl. I think so. it's good for football. I watched a video oh, the wow. other day. Yeah, video. I watched that same this, one, this, dog. This, yeah. this oh, little sorry. girl was sitting on the couch with her dad, well, and her pretty... dad was like, "I've been trying to convince my little girl to watch football with me since she was three years old, and here she is, thirteen, and he starts asking her football questions back to back, like, you know, what's the downs? How many downs are there?" You know, what does it mean? How many and yards? All you because get? Taylor Swift. All because Taylor uh, Swift. I was like, that's pretty cool. Come on, don't be a right. hater, man. Yeah, no, the NFL is really capitalizing on that, which makes people think that their whole relationship is fake as fuck. I hope it's you not. You take Mr. Pfizer, who got paid an exorbitant amount of money, more than most spokespeople get paid to do Pfizer commercials. Do you think he you had- put him with like the most popular girl that's been going around brainwashing our friend Brent? Uh, about fucking how great she is. Do, do you think that he Taylor had Swift? A- oh. Do you think that he had a Brock Lesnar clause when he signed up with Pfizer? But dude, you <laughs> Brent was a teenager in love with Britney Spears. You remember that's that true. Shit? That's true. He's always if it's somebody like that, like a teenage whoever she but was. But bro, he, he definitely came back from that. that thing, and it looked, he had a like the spark in his <laughs> eye when he started talking about Taylor Swift <laughs> was different. He was like, I really wasn't a fan, but bro, I'm full fledged a Swifty now. And I was like, you just said Swifty. The fact that you even said it and not in a derogatory way, it's a problem, bro. What just happened? But the thing he first thing he said about the whole thing was, it's all about my daughter. 
Uh, no, I was sure. Looks on my face, my God. Yeah, she they had, always like, get you. Made wristbands and stuff. So, oh yeah, they always get you with that emotional shit. Those fucking <laughs> sons of bitches pulling yeah. at your heartstrings. I mean, what they think our kids or something? Fuck want. them, you know? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But yeah, yes. so but the the big part about Taylor Swift is they so they're once it kind of was looking like the Chiefs were going to win, um, people went absolutely berserk with. Taylor Swift AI created pictures like her twerking. Some of them I heard were like real sexual. Uh, there was one that they showed on the PBD podcast where she was uh, holding Donald Trump's hand like they were sitting at some event and they were like, like I said, there's a couple. Um, but all kinds of crazy videos of her surface. So then that now gets picked up. The White House was mad about it. They've been writing stories about how Taylor Swift can affect the election because of her following. Um, they're talking about now she might sue people, so now they're trying to come up over eighteen. Never mind. Now they're trying to come up with potential litigation about what you can do for people who post AI pictures about you that are fake. And so is she? You know, she just all in the middle of all of that. That would be interesting to have a criminal aspect to posting pictures, AI created pictures of someone without their permission. You could essentially say what was ai and what was not ai right it, <laughs> yes know, but to, why why is ai different from satire <laughs> like what's different than that versus making uh well because garbage sat- kids satire is blatantly comical whereas ai is almost indistinguishable in some instances seeing, seeing taylor swift Looking as if she just gave birth to a baby because she's holding a black baby and she's got Travis Kelsey sitting in front of her. Did she? It's clearly like, satire. Did, did she look like that in the picture where she was holding Donald Trump's hand at the table, or did it look closer to reality? I mean, it looked you? like it looked like an animated picture, but it looked pretty. I mean, it definitely didn't look like Donald Trump. It was a good close. So attempt, where is that line at satire? I understand. No, it is there, but that's my. You know. There's a First Amendment part there somewhere, but it is. It's a it, freedom to use others' images to create fake pornography that depicts them in a derogatory way. That's not much it, different than memeing, though, either. Though, how's that not, different than memeing? It's not very much different than memeing. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Oh, I agree. Like, that's uh, no, know, it's, a, a, it's a complex conversation. I don't know what you think about it. I think that comedy's always been given that broad stroke, right? And so you have to, it falls underneath the, the, to me, AI, when it comes to stuff like that, if you can't take the good with the bad, you know what I'm saying? You got to take the good with the bad. So people are like, no, no, you don't have to. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So it needs to be chalked up as satire, man. Come on. They've already had most of the technology. They can do some really crazy shit now, but the shit they've been doing with Photoshop and everything else, they've been doing that for years. Right. It's already been kind of close. It's already been kind of close to that. But I don't, I understand what you're saying because part of what they're going to do too, and I've already been seeing it with some of these hearings I've watched, uh, which I guess we'll hit that real quick too about the Zuckerberg thing, but is um, kids having other kids generate those type of images about them and then sharing them amongst their friends and shit like that um, is, is, will be another angle that will be used to, Try to legislate, but it it's not usually the the problem that you got to worry about the legislation or the laws coming in. That's it. It's that kind of it's that peripheral stuff that will get caught up in that because like they were like, okay, look, know this, and we can't post AI about this, and then it'll end up being okay. We well, also can't create memes that are like this. 
Like there was a person very, that got uh, authoritarian communist China type of overrule about memes and what is allowed. Like, you know, you can't speak poorly about the emperor. Well, because we talked about the guy who got locked up for posting something about, uh, you know, you can now vote through text for Hillary Clinton. So vote, go go here and go vote for her. He He's in jail. Now, there was also a girl who posted something similar about Donald Trump. And, you know, and it was even a little further than that. Nothing, you know, so it. They've already kind of looked to the point where they are trying to get people for posting shit on the Internet and, you know, kind of pushing that line of freedom of speech. But I kind of would, would be on this, I think. You know, the freedom of speech primarily protects unpopular speech, controversial speech, quote unquote, hate speech. We've had that debate several times that I don't think there's a such thing as hate speech. So it's like we got to. Go I think there surely is. I think that maybe you you just wouldn't define it as such. So what would your case for like we don't agree that or we both agree that Trump and his defamation case was pretty ridiculous, right? Right. Are there defamation cases, in your opinion, right now that are valid? Oh, I'm sure. Not that I can think of directly, but I mean, I'm sure. I'm not saying that that as a whole is a is a uh, a farce, but the They'll fact use is that as a stepping stone to the further the fact that that judge can just unilaterally um, say there's no trial. I've decided that this is it, and. And then now we just got to determine how much are we going to give. It's exactly like what they did with Alex Jones. Like you can't, they've told Donald Trump there are specific things you're not allowed to talk about because he wanted to take the stand, but they were telling him you can't talk about this or this or this. And he's like, well, if I can't talk about this, there's no point. Like what is it? So it's those kind of things that, and again, the, the, the biggest problem is that it ruins it for people who actually get defamed. And all of these things that they do that they celebrate and they pretend like they're good, they ruin it. The Kavanaugh thing, when they try to act like he got he raped a chick or whatever, you ruin that for victims. People who are legitimately been put through it, you have ruined it for or at least made it a lot harder. Right. So you're not advocating for not protecting people with these laws. You're just saying that the judicial system is co-opted to the degree right now that they're using these laws to uh, facilitate an agenda. Yeah. I mean, yeah, clearly, you know, if you just kind of clarify. No, yeah, yeah, no. From the smallest fucking crumb that has a foot, maybe have a penny under that motherfucker to the biggest mountain of money, man. That's what it's about. Somebody trying to get that money. It sounds crazy, but that's exactly what it's about. Money or power, or you know, some type same of power. Thing. It's right, same right. thing, yeah. Right. Same thing, though. And the, it goes with any either one of the the topic of conversations that we've had tonight. If you think about that, I mean, people say shit like follow the money, and they think that's kind of stupid. But if you can put that to the test sometimes, and sometimes it works. Because it's a trail. It's one of the only things that you yeah. can kind of connect together and be like, okay, well, it's like I saw something the other day. It was like Justin Trudeau's value. Uh, in 2022 was like 30, 40 million. Uh, this year he's like 250, 250 million. Like, damn, bro. And he only gets paid like 200, 300,000 a year. What the fuck? Like, Trump spent 25 million the first two months, just the first month alone in legal fees. And that's first another month thing. of the year, 25 million dollars. I mean, it's money spent. It's happened to several. I mean, Roger Stone, uh, Michael Flynn, like these are guys who had to sell their houses. I don't know if Roger Stone did, I think he did. I know Michael Flynn did, you know, people going bankrupt because Alex Jones is actively 
trying to maneuver that to where, you know, paying for the lawsuits and the this and that, you know, so that it's a tactic, you know, and again, it, it ruins it for everybody. And uh, Scientologists did that back in the seventies. They sued members of the board and the board was like, why are you suing us individually? They was like, Oh, we'll drop the lawsuit. If you just make us a religion. And people <laughs> on the board were like, okay, fuck it. That means you're going to drop the lawsuit. You drop the lawsuit and I'll sign you that you're a religion. You don't pay taxes. That's why that's how Scientology became a thing because they were suing members of the board each saying that they were being infringed on for their religious freedoms. Yeah. So they were dragging them through court. And Which now we got Satanist groups and everything now. It's so. absolute insane though. Uh, the other day, not to branch off. I was just no, reminded yeah, me of the no. money bit. For yeah. sure. Follow the money. You're right. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, so we'll do the last one then. Uh, so <laughs> it was a pretty hilarious video. Well, I guess not hilarious because of the content, but to see one of one of these people who, you know, capitalize off of our data and kind of uh, Senator Kennedy, bro. I love that dude. Every time he asks questions, he's like, do you understand the people? Do you think people understand that how much of your your their life they give to you? You know, you got this old thick Southern uh, or Louisiana. Wow. Oh my God! But he, you know, he, he's smart, man. But he he sounds like a moron. But <laughs> you know, he in the way he's able to put things like he simplifies them. He's like, you know, but uh, uh, Josh Howley at one point gets into it with uh, Zuckerberg, and he was like. You know, why don't you have you apologized to these families? Because, it, you know, it was a hearing about child exploitation and what social media is going to do to fix it. And Facebook, X, Snapchat, Discord, TikTok. And I don't know if there was another one. I think that was it, five. And so, it was like, uh, Susan Wojcicki was there. Uh, or not not, not Wojcicki, the lady from X was there, the CEO from Discord, whatever. So, at some point with Zuckerberg, uh, Howley's like, have you apologized to these families? And he was like, no. He's like, well, why don't you get up and do it? And, like, so Zuckerberg, you know, gets up and turns around. And, like, the families are cheering and shit. And then they stop. And he, you know, apologizes. And But it was just a weird moment to see that and put that guy in that situation. I mean, that he is, capitulated. That is so cringy. Now, here's my thing. We only got a minute and a half left. Here's my thing about that, I think. He, to me, I almost think if he was... I feel like he's moving more right. I feel like if Zuckerberg was more of a leftist, he would have not done that. I think that he is moving more to the right. So we'll I, see if that's true. Don't project on him. All right, right. <laughs> but man, it was a weird moment. It was really weird. Like he, he was definitely he was forced to eat some crow there. So you, you want to see a billionaire get humiliated? Go look for Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> at a hearing where he's got to stand up and apologize to these families. Basis of the whole movie Oppenheim. Yeah, yeah, kind of was. Yeah, it kind of was. So they got humiliated, and you had a lifelong grudge against Oppenheim. I'm sorry if you haven't seen it yet. Oops, it fucking ruined it. Please don't kill us over that.